Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. The Sports Complex with Patrick Davis of the Horn. Hour two of the Sports Complex here on the Horn. Going to finish up some NCAA football talk. Going to get into some NFL. A little bit of basketball for you as well. Get you ready for the sports weekend that is happening. Tons of big games. Tons of fun action. And I couldn't get through the show without my, my brother, Jacob Standard. We're still working on a nickname for him. If you've got your, your nickname for Jacob Standard, I know my man Chief Engineer is trying to work on some for us. So send those in on the text line as well because we're going back to the text line. 512-447-3776 is the text line number. 512-447-3776. If you have a uh, final score prediction for Texas or any other game you want to throw a final score prediction in there, go ahead and throw those in. If you got a... uh, a uh, hot take on anything. If you think I'm crazy about Michigan, you can put that in there too. And also, how big their poll of the day, how big of a win does a win need to be to be a style point win where you can really show the college football playoff committee that Texas is a dominant team? Uh, all of that uh, on the text line. 512 447 3776. Nate says, just win by two touchdowns and I'll feel okay. That's about where I'm at. I think two touchdowns is a good win against a conference opponent. Uh, I, look, I love it if it's three touchdowns or four or five or 75. We really boat race TCU like they've done to us in past years. I'd love that. Realistically, 14 points is pretty doable. So I I'm, I'm be, I think 14 points is kind of my bar line where if you do that, then I, I feel good about it. And, okay, we did good. We, we did what we did. We covered. Everybody's happy. And then, you know, if, whatever else you can put on top. But 14, you know. I, that's what I. That's where I'm going to put it. So I, I, I'm with you, Nate. I'm with you. Uh, well, what you got? Last there? time Quinn came back from injury, we won 49 to zero. So <laughs> that's the expectation. That's the expectation. 49 to zero. I like that. Uh, yeah. uh, WP WPI parts guy says agree with Jacob. Consequences and bring back Dwayne Aquina. I agree. There should be consequences. I agree that I think that putting them out on a Friday. And a, on a holiday that's a Friday is complete trash. It's just a, it's you knew what you were doing. You knew that you were going to do this on Monday, and you could have done it, but you knew that that Michigan would have had a lawyer to stop it because you're you're punishing them before the investigation's done. So you can't do like you know that no court would allow this to happen. So you did it on a holiday to try and not let a judge stop it while they're in a plane on the way there. That's why I think it's a, a garbage move is because you did it specifically to try and hurt the team in a way so you can get something done so you can appease Penn State and you can appease Ohio State and you can appease those two guys and you say screw Michigan and screw it, like it's screw competitiveness. That's what I don't like. Just go play the games. Michigan, if Michigan's the best team, then they should be in the college football playoff and screw Penn State and screw Ohio State. If Michigan loses these games with Harbaugh, then screw them. They're out of the college football playoff. But you can't. You but to try and handicap them, 
because you want to win and you you want to cheat to win, so you're going to push through these rules and pretend that you're on a higher ground for it? No, come out and say it. We want to win and we don't care about playing fair. Say that. Because they didn't care about it, so we're not going to play fair. Say that. But you don't. You're going to you're going to take a high ground on it. Come on. Uh, let's go back to Julian Westwood, 99. Uh, like old school Tecmo Bowl, 21-0, first half, over 50 points, multiple defensive touchdowns for style points. That's what I'm talking about. There you go. That's Jim. what I'm talking about. That's that Westwood education for you there. <laughs> so it's also it's also where I went to high school, by the way. It's also where I went to high school. Uh, Uncle McGregor says, "I hope you're right, Patrick. I hope I'm right too. If it was if I was right more, I'd be a happier person." <laughs> uh, remember the biggest oxymoron in in the world is military intelligence. You can't say it on Veterans Day. You can't say that. Uh, if Connor Stallions was dealing with the DC, uh, we got suspend the defensive coordinator since he was the one Stallions was talking to. Yeah, I mean, and then so I, I, once you get everything and we have the investigation, you can put all the pieces out. I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with suspending Harbaugh for the entire next. I'm like, I'm fine with there being repercussions. I'm, I'm fine if you would have suspended the last three games and you would have given us evidence on a Monday and let us talk about it, as opposed to dropping it Friday afternoon on a holiday. That's when you should not have dropped it. You dropped it, so right, it wouldn't you know be a big what? story. That's what I think is Bushley. You've you've convinced me. I think Michigan should lose all postseason eligibility this year. <laughs> yeah, we should we should hurt the players again and take them out, even though they came back to school. Well, also I know that Blake Corum apparently is in on it too, and also yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, fourteen zero, good enough though. No, fourteen zero is probably not good enough. Uh, it'd be nice to have a uh, 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 a shutout win, but yeah, if you only put up fourteen points, that's not because then you played under. But yeah, I also yeah. don't think that's that's a very likely scenario. Uh, Michigan was ready for it and threw the reverse Uno card at them. Texas needs to win by 21 and keep TCU to seven or less. I don't know if they're going to keep TCU to seven or less. I feel like there's going to be several field goals from TCU just because I feel like they're going to be able to move down enough and get into field goal range. And I don't know if if TCU is going to be so let's go for it on every fourth down uh, as Sark is. A couple more texts here. And then if you guys keep sending them in, we'll keep reading them. But we're going to get to uh, try and go through some speed games. TJ Horn says, I feel the need to put up 40. Uh, for the D and keep it under twenty. Uh, yeah, I I think I mean that's around it. And uh, CBA Scott says for optics, we need to score in the forties. Forty two to twenty four is what you got there. Uh, oh, I don't. <laughs> uh, Chief Engineer says, uh, let's go back. I gotta see my man texts in all the time. I appreciate it. Uh, Love to see 42 to 24, and 24 points is what you'd like to see. Realistic is 33 to 28. We play everyone close, unfortunately. Uh, I, yeah, 34 28 is what you'll say. Uh, but I like that. And, yes, the, uh, Jason McMaster does sound a little bit like Dio. Sounds a little bit. Got that voice up there. Uh, the timing of suspension is horrible, and due process is not complete. This is a case of new conference here getting bullied by other teams that naturally hate Michigan. There's no final report. It's like convicting someone before a trial. See? That's what I'm saying. And you did it on a Friday, on a holiday. You found your one supporter, you cherry-picked him. <laughs> uh, how about PD and J joining me for today's show? <laughs> I like it. Chief Engineer is doing it. He knows the homework assignment. He's going for it. Uh, yeah, I appreciate everybody on the text line. Uh, we got you guys. 512-447-3776. Let's keep rolling, though, Jacob, since we got you. Let's keep rolling. Uh, number 18, Utah, is playing uh, at number 5, Washington. Another game that Texas would love for the underdog. They're a nine-point dog, Utah is. Uh, I don't see this going the way I want it to, though. What do you got? 
Uh, I think there's potential for chaos in this game. Washington, 121st ranked pass defense, and Bryson Barnes coming into his own seven touchdowns to one interception over the last couple weeks. Um, there's also a wild card, Jonah Ellis, out at defensive end. He has 11 and a half sacks for the Utes through nine games. I'll take Utah plus nine. I, all right, I like that. I'm going to take Washington minus nine, but I'd love to see. I think if this was at Utah, it would give me a lot more hope that Utah could do it. I think Washington at home is going to win this game, though. Uh, Tennessee uh, minus two and a half. Number 13, Tennessee minus two and a half at number 14, Missouri. Uh, Tennessee's got a lot of injuries going on right now. I have Missouri covering this. Covering this, I, I think that Tennessee's injuries are going to come back to bite them in this. Yeah, I'm on the same page, and not for the injury front, though. I think Tennessee's done a good job of hiding Joe Milton's 69.1 QBR this season by getting out to early leads, and they take the pressure off of his arm. Missouri's defense is good enough to not let him hide. They're going to force him to try and win the game. I'll take Missouri at home, plus two and a half. All right, uh, and then uh, number nine, Ole Miss at number two, Georgia. Georgia's 11-point favorite. Georgia, until they lose, I can't pick against them. Yep, same boat. You know where I'm going with that one. Georgia is Georgia until proven otherwise, even with a double-digit spread. Yeah, and I mean, they, they don't you know have a, have a wimpy coach who's going out there and trying to screw other teams over so he can get, a, so he get better rankings and, and campaigning. And it's, <laughs> no, but doing, I do I'm find just, it funny that – Lane Kiffin does text Kirby Smart on Father's Day, a picture of like his head superimposed on like <laughs> Nick Saban holding a baby. And he's like, did you text your daddy happy Father's Day? So oh. I like that. Yeah, that's Lane Kiffin stuff. Yeah. Lane Kiffin <laughs> is much more the Ryan Day of, of the SEC. <laughs> uh, and then we'll go last college game. USC is at number six, Oregon. Oregon's a 15 and a half point favorite. USC has been on a very big downhill slide as of late. Uh, can they turn it around, or is this season just out the window for USC? Yeah, no chance. The first time they're out of the top 25 under Lincoln Riley, unfortunately I think that slide keeps going. Caleb Williams going to be crying again after this one because he cares a lot. Um, so I'll take Oregon to cover the 15.5 in that one at home. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. I, I don't want to, but, yeah, seeing seeing the teams that were close games for USC a little bit earlier in this season that now we see those teams are not – they should not have been close. They, they, you're having close wins with teams that you're like, man, you should have been able to blow these guys out with your offense. That defense is spectacularly bad. I bet Caleb Williams loosens his stance on if the right team picks me, then I'll just come back to USC. Yeah, I think he's loosening his stance when all those friends that were like, we're going to take all this money and we're going to make it together, Caleb. And, oh, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I think Caleb's camp Caleb. maybe talked a little bit too much and it, it did not do him any favors. Uh, let's take a break. We'll take a break early here so we can come back. We'll do uh, NFL. We'll do NFL and then basketball and wrap it up and send you off to Vandergriff High School football's playoffs. Right here on the Horn 1019 AM 1260, the Horn app at hornfm.com. The Sports Complex with Patrick Davis on the Horn. <laughs> Back on the Sports Complex here on a Friday afternoon. Last segment before we give you up to some uh, high school football playoffs with Vandergriff versus Lake Travis. Pre-game at 645, giving you up here uh, on the horn. But it is a 5-1-2 Friday playing 
local artists that you can go check out around town this weekend. And this is Van Wilkes playing Saturday at Saxon Pub. Van Wilkes, you know, he's, he's, he's around legendary status in these parts. Go check him out. A great guitar slinger here in town. Of course, my man Jacob Stander joining us, which apparently you are now salty. Salty Standard is what, what I think I'm I figured in. it out. I think they think I'm salty <laughs> towards Michigan. You're, it says Jacob's so salty for a young guy. He's a salty standard. He's the jo- Donchich of shots taken. He's going to be a great old man, get off my lawn guy. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> and one I'll person says, it's a beautiful day. Standard says, a few clouds out there. That is what he's got for you. <laughs> <laughs> my man, chief engineer, just roasting Jacob. On a Friday afternoon. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I have turned down quite a few of Chief Engineer's nickname suggestions. So this is fair. This is warranted. I've this is what this. it's about, yeah. You can just keep yeah. turning down the nickname is, suggestions. Uh, yeah. Let's get to some uh, some NFL talk and some NFL picks for people uh, before we get out of here. Uh, let's start Texans and Bengals. Bengals are a six and a half point favorite. Texans have looked a little bit better, but the Bengals are looking way, way better. Uh, Higgins is out. Chase is a game time decision. How you feeling about this one, Jacob? Yeah, those two wide receivers, uh, not a hundred percent Jamar Chase, no Higgins. They are going to make an impact in this game. I just don't think it's going to make a big enough impact to not cover that number at home for the Bengals. I'll take Bengals minus six and a half. Yeah, I just, I don't, you know, Texas don't have the run game that you need to kind of slow down and pace this game out the way they'll need to pace it against the Bengals and not let this offense be on the field too much. Uh, the injuries, Hassan Ridgeway, another big piece for the Texans, hurt last week. The injuries, Jimmy Ward uh, is a, is week to week now. Do it. I don't think Stingley is going to be back. He is, he's back wor- working out with the team, but he is probably not going to be back with this team. Uh, so just too many injuries for the Texans right now uh, against a Bengals team that's really good and playing uh, you know like they do every year where they start out terrible and then immediately turn it around and everyone looks like an idiot for saying they're done. Uh, but yeah, I think the Bengals cover the six and a half there. Browns at Ravens. Ravens are a six and a half point favorite. Deshaun Watson should be back this week. Uh, Ravens have looked really good. What do you got? I don't think it matters. The The Ravens were always a sleeping giant. Their biggest issue was drops early in the season. They've got that cleaned up. I think they've shown us over the last couple of weeks they are a force to be reckoned with, and they are going to be one of the top three teams in the NFL this season. At the end of the regular season, I'll take Ravens minus six and a half at home. I have the Ravens at six and a half too. This, this Browns team has been really good at – at home, they're they're allowing I think like ten points uh, to opposing teams at home. It is not the same on the road. They are much worse uh, defensively on the road so far this season. Miles Garrett is going to have a fun time chasing around Lamar Jackson, but yeah, I will take the Ravens in this one. Uh, this game is just a weird game because it doesn't feel like I've ever seen this game happen, and I'm, I'm sure it has. But the Forty ers are three point favorites at the Jaguars. Doesn't it feel weird to say the Forty ers at Jacksonville? Yeah, no, that's a strange one. It just doesn't seem right. I don't know yeah, why. No. I don't know why it doesn't, but it doesn't seem like a thing. It feels like Jacksonville's just – I don't know what it is, the coast-to-coast thing. I don't know. Uh, what do you got in this game? And because it's coast-to-coast and it's one of those 12 o'clock kicks, I'm going to take Jacksonville plus three at home in this one just because it's going to be so early for the 49ers players. And they're kind of trying to rebound and find themselves again after the bye week. And I think I just think it's going to be a three-hour difference. This going to be 9 a.m. their time when they're kicking that game off. So I just think it, it – Opens a window for Jacksonville to get ahead early and maintain that lead. I, I yeah, I, I think Jacksonville is somewhat overrated right now. They're a good team, but uh, the Forty ers I don't think lose four straight games. I just can't see them losing four straight games, uh, and especially after a bye week, I think they get back on track 
and I have the 49ers covering three. Lions minus three, eight, the Chargers. That's weird, isn't it? It's another weird one. Why, why are the Lions only getting three points at the Chargers? The Chargers are terrible. We've they because they, they looked again. they finally looked good on Monday Night Football. <laughs> oh, I, I don't believe it. I'm not buying it. I, I don't I buy still it. Don't believe in Brandon. No, Staley. Lions by three all day, right? Yeah, Lions by three yeah. all day. Commanders at Seahawks. Seahawks are six point favorites. Can the Seahawks keep it rolling, or do the Commanders make the make a make a run here I and mean, try and look a little bit better and try and save Ron Rivera's job? No, see, Washington just got rid of their two best defensive linemen, yep. and Geno Smith still hasn't written anybody back. I'll take Seattle minus six. Geno Smith's thrown like two interceptions the last three games. Well, that means he's not he's, writing. He's yeah, busy. no, that's that's he's he's starting. He's got the letterhead out. He's got that at least. <laughs> <laughs> Jets at the Raiders minus one. The Raiders can they can they can Antonio Pierce turn this around and then Mark Davis fires him and hires another big name coach at the end of the year after two. Their two interim coaches do better. It's, it, that feels Raiders' way, doesn't it? The Raiders, I, I, look, I have the Raiders covered. The Jets have not looked great recently. That Their offense hasn't done anything. I think the, the Raiders are feeling pretty good. They're at home. I got them winning. No chance. The Jets win this game 3-0. 3-0. 3-0. 3-0. That's why you're the salty standard right there. <laughs> <laughs> Giants and Cowboys. Cowboys are 17 point favorites in this game. They have know a, it. they got a little mobster. Uh DeVito is uh is the quarterback That's for the Giants. It's not fair. <laughs> you got What do you I mean this feels this feels like the the quintessential get the Cowboys spirits up too much game, right? The one they we smoked like 40, him by right? forty with yeah. yeah, we smoked him by forty with Daniel Jones playing. Can you imagine how bad <laughs> Michael Parsons is gonna terrorize this dude? It, yeah, give me the this, Cowboys to cover. This feels like this is hundred percent the feel of a game that everyone's just like, the Cowboys are back, Super Bowl champs. And you're like, guys, I don't know if that's I don't know if that, we're gonna count this game as you being Super Bowl champs. And I'll tell you, Cowboys fans, enjoy the next three weeks because you better you better dominate those next three weeks. Because we'll then, add that to the hashtag. Texas and the Cowboys are back. <laughs> Look, Jerry Jones would tell you the Cowboys never went away. Yeah. I believe well, he said he's also, it, look, he's also looking for that glory hole, man. I, so I don't know if we can trust too much coming I, out of I Jerry do believe right I read now. that he said in an interview today when they asked him about how do the Cowboys stay relevant for however many years and they haven't won a Super Bowl since 96. And he goes, well, you know, sometimes even when we get down, I don't know how to spice things up again. And you're like, yeah, yeah you he just, goes to that glory hole. Yeah, no, and he trades for yep. Trey Lance <laughs> to get his name in the newspaper, and he drafts Deuce Vaughn so he can be in a thing, like, so he can be in a documentary. He can just—he knows what he's doing. He's not trying to win a Super Bowl. He doesn't know how to do that. No, Jimmy no, Johnson. But in all did. seriousness, I think this offense is starting to find its identity, and I think Mike is realizing that him and Dak just need to feed CD Lamb. Just keep feeding him because we keep having success with it. Just, you know, spell him with Pollard and Ferguson and all the other guys. But just feed CD Lamb, please. Yes, feed CD Lamb. Uh, that is, that's clear. And then try and get try and figure out this run game with Tony Pollard. Try and figure out this run game. Uh, nope. I, Line up CD Lamb back there. I don't care. <laughs> Line up CD Lamb. Uh, I, they figured out they have Brandon Cooks on the team now, too. Did you realize? Did you see that they this week was the one they were like, did you know Brandon I Cooks was here? what jersey number he was. Oh, Brandon Cooks, we should throw him the ball some. I forgot. Man, we were just trying to, we people? were just going to throw the ball to Michael Gallup a hundred more times and then hope it worked out for us. Yeah, CeeDee Lamb will have. That's reasonable. Yeah, if you have CeeDee Lamb in fantasy, this seems like a good week for him yeah. going up against that Giants team. Uh, let's talk some NCAA basketball. We got a few minutes left before we give you up 
uh, to Vandergriff High School football. Oh it's the playoffs against Lake Travis. A big game tonight for those guys. Uh, I know for the Henry guys, for Mark, for Mark Henry and, and Jacob Henry, who played for Lake Travis last year, is playing for uh, playing for Vandergriff this year. He was going to come yeah. out there and have a big game. Shout out to Mark Revenge Henry. Game. Uh, and Jacob Henry, too. Shout out to both those guys. Uh, NCAA basketball, Texas basketball, back on the court tonight, uh, playing the vicious Darryl, Delaware State. Yes, that Delaware State vicious team. Look, anything can happen. We know Michigan State lost to James Madison on uh, on Monday. Anything can happen. Texas is a 31.5-point favorite again. They were a 31.5-point favorite on Monday. They won that game by 32. Uh, you know, there's not – Delaware State, I do not believe I have any uh, iconic Longhorn kids uh, like uh, Incarnate Word did with TJ Ford Jr. Uh, Texas, it's going to be a fun game. I want to see what Shedrick does in this game because he looks so good. Uh, against Incarnate Word, so we'll be watching for that. See if Dylan Mitchell, what he looks like in week in game two. Tyrese Hunter can kind of get that shot feeling a little bit better. Then playing in the Moody Center for a second time. See if they get a little bit faster of a start. Uh, see if they, you know, just see how this gels. Ethel Horton, if he gets going again, we'll see that. I Texas, I have Texas covering thirty-one and a half. They did it last game. I think they're going to cry and go out there and do it again. The way this team plays is fast. They play a heavy. They play strong defense and they play fast. And I mean, basically, if you took out uh, what's his sky, the, the one kid for for Incarnate Word that was just taking all of the shots, who was the only guy who could score against Texas, that game could have been worse. So I have Texas covering thirty one and a half. I know Jacob, you've been you've been wanting to talk to about spreads that are thirty one and a half, thirty plus point spreads for weeks now. Well, well, see, my strategy was just to filibuster enough earlier so that I wouldn't have to talk about this thirty one and a half point spread. And so, and by the way, I meant to mention I found another story on Ryan Day just now. Oh, you, you found another story about, about Ryan Day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it that no, new JFK not? documentary? <laughs> I knew, I knew he had something to do with it. Ryan Day is behind all the evil in the world. We know this. Let's just keep placing Ryan Day in different. Allegedly, spots in allegedly, yeah. allegedly, allegedly, yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah. No, but in all seriousness, yeah, sure, why not? I'll give Texas 31 and a half in that game. Picking basketball spreads is like flipping a coin anyway. Why not introduce a 31 and a half point spread to the equation? <laughs> did you know Did you know Ryan Day uh, body swap with Jared Fogle? No, I didn't. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. It's... Oh, okay. Allegedly. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll also say another big game tonight. Number 12, Arizona, is at number two, Duke. Uh, so that's a big game if you want to watch that. It's actually happening right now. I don't have the score update for you right away. Uh, but Duke is a five-and-a-half point favorite. I won't give you the score update. What do you have? Um, I'll take Duke five-and-a-half in that one. Uh, yeah, I have Duke covering as well in that game. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Uh, I will say we're going to talk some NBA as well. The in-season tournament that everyone is so pumped up about, it is tied 21-21 with seven ten left in the first there uh, with Arizona Purdue. and Duke. Yes. Uh, Timberwolves and Spurs. So whatever that texture says, don't talk about the, that trash Spurs. They're not going to be trash today. I think they'll be a little bit better. Timberwolves are favored by six and a half. These teams that are playing physical and tough are, are being a little bit tougher on uh, the Spurs. The good news is uh, Wimby has, uh, has a history with Rudy Gobert because they're both French guys. They've worked together before, and, Rudy, and he's scored on Rudy Gobert before. Uh, we also know Carl Anthony Towns is not going to play that physical style of uh, basketball. Anthony Edwards has been killing it. I still have the Timberwolves winning this game, unfortunately. Uh, but I don't think it's going to be another 20-point loss for the Spurs. 
No, me either. I've actually got the Spurs plus six and a half in this one. I, I'm all the way in on Wimby Mania. I, w- I am a Wimby sympathizer. Oh. I don't care that he had a bad game. He's a rookie. He'll bounce back. I let, like the Spurs. Let me know what you think about these jerseys in this court once we see them. It, it's, oh, the hemisphere, okay. oh, it's the no. hemisphere court and the hemisphere jerseys. I'm okay with the jerseys. The court, the graphic I saw of it, I haven't seen it live. The graphic I saw of it, I was not. A th- but most of these, these in-season tournament, these like city courts, are pretty garbage. Uh, they, they're not X? good. And what's funny is the Mavs, Clippers and Mavs are on tonight. Mavs are one and a half point, uh, a half point favorites. They were supposed to be their court tonight, but there was a issue in the manufacturing of it or something, and they did. They so they they won't be ready for tonight's game. So they don't have <laughs> they don't have their special courthouse, <laughs> which it's always funny. Like they they had the leak in the building last year. And it's just hilarious oh, to see right. Mark Cuban, who is this guy, he's like Mark Cuban, one of the richest guys, and now he just seems like the poor owner because for whatever reason he just can't seem to fix this stuff and get it done right. I don't know, somewhere in that organization they seem to have a problem. But uh, I, I do have the Mavericks. Uh, they're one-and-a-half-point favorites. The Clippers have looked pretty good this year so far. Uh, they've added James Harden in. They're trying to figure that out. But right now Luka is playing lights out. Uh, so I'll I'll give Luca the benefit of the doubt in this early part of the season. They're going to need it because I feel like there will be a, a downward trend later in the season. Definitely. I'll take the Mavericks as well on that one. The Clippers are 0-2 since adding James Harden. I just don't think it's going to work out there as well as they think it's going to work out. I don't think reuniting him and Russell Westbrook was uh, as grand a scheme as they may have hoped. Yeah, no, I think it was a great scheme. Everybody wanted to see those guys back together again. Everybody thought, hey, these guys know how to share the ball, Westbrook and Harden. It'll did you see that first wrong. handshake? Did I did not. <laughs> I did see I did see all the fun of, of Westbrook hiding under the basket so he didn't have to shake LeBron's hand. Oh no. James Harden like walks into the locker room for the first time and nope. everyone's like waiting oh. around for him and Westbrook to embrace each other. <laughs> they just don't. They just kind of stare at each they other awkwardly. Stare, they just stare like, Oh, you're here? I didn't even know you were here. I didn't I didn't even look at the roster. Uh Pelicans are one and a half point favorites at the Rockets. This court also not a great court. Uh, a lot of red, I believe, on this court for the Rockets on their uh their their special court for the for the uh, uh, in season tournament Pelicans one half point favorites uh, Rockets have looked good they had a great game against the Lakers the other night uh, what do you got in this one Yeah give me the Pelicans by fifty I absolutely can't stand Dylan Brooks and I hope whoever he's guarding has all fifty of the points that make up the difference Come on Zion eat eat Dylan Brooks Zion just eat Dylan eat. Brooks <laughs> You can do it We all believe in you Pretend They're he's standing a- in the paint he just takes a little nibble Pretend he just- he's a beignet. <laughs> Uh, finally, Lakers and Suns. I know you're a Lakers fan. Suns are three-and-a-half-point favorites. What do you got? Anthony Data Davis already at it, but I'll take the <laughs> Lakers plus three-and-a-half in this one. Uh, street closing. Uh, street close. I'm not taking uh, The Suns, they just – I don't know about this team, but I'm, I'm going to take the Suns. Yeah. I don't know about them. I'm going to take them covering three-and-a-half in this game. I'll just All go right. against you for the fun of it. More uh, power appreciate everybody joining us. Thank you to Jacob Standard. Uh, We will be back on Monday to break down Texas and TCU for you. Until then, be kind, be safe, keep your underwear clean. We'll see you right back here Monday afternoon at 5 o'clock on the Sports Complex.